4: hot happy mess celebrate your magic in the middle of life's messes hot happy mess i'm Zuri hall and this is hot, hot happy, happy mess oh shoot. hello hello what is up welcome Welcome, come one, come all, to another episode of Hot, Happy, Mess. I am your host, Zuri Hall, and this is where we find the magic in the middle of our messes, baby, okay? We're finding the magic in the middle of the messes, and we are celebrating all that is hot, happy, and low-key a mess in our lives at the same damn time. Today, today, I am joined by an absolute gem. I'm... So excited! You guys are gonna love this episode, Tasha Adams. She is the most recent star of ABC's hit show, The Bachelorette. She's also the first ever biracial lead of the franchise. And she first appeared on The Bachelor back in 2019, totally won over Bachelor Nation, was just so sweet and endearing and charming and stunning and smart, and quickly became a fan favorite. She then returned to TV on the sixth season of Bachelor in Paradise before she became the lead on The Bachelorette after Claire, of course, peaced out early to be with Dale, okay? So Taysha ended her season with a ring, spoiler alert, I probably should have said that uh, at the start, but also, if you haven't watched by now, what are you doing, okay? So she is currently engaged, of course, to her now fiancé, Zach Clark, and if you love Taysha, if you're curious to learn more about her, then we are diving into everything And you're going to want to hear it all from what sexy means to her, to her secret fear. It is hilarious. I share the same fear. And also, y'all, I'm not even going to get into it because I'm getting worked up just thinking about it. Oh my God, disgusting. I share a horror story that I just... Just don't judge me. That's all I'm saying. Just know that it had to do with me living in New York and everything to do with my block and nothing to do with my home life, okay? So that's the tease on that. Um, we're also gonna talk about her embracing her biracial identity. Tasha's father is Black. Her mother is Latina. And she feels very connected to both sides of her family's roots and heritage. And we are diving into her experiences growing up and, you know, also if she felt any pressure as the bachelorette because of how she identifies. We're also talking about the Zach, we're talking all things Zach, her dream wedding, the perfect dress. Where she sees the two of them in five years? What city are they living in? What are they doing for work? Does it involve kids? I've got answers to all of it, but you gotta listen. Enjoy. Here's Tasha. Tasha, I'm super excited to have you on Hot Happy Mess. Uh, we were just talking uh briefly about quarantine life and slowly the world's opening back up now that it's becoming safer to do so. So how are you feeling in New York right now? You good? Are we are we mixing yes. and mingling a little bit? You and Zach were <laughs> able to do a couple of
5: dates (laughs) you know what we are good and i have to say i think this is the perfect time for me to be here because i feel like new york is definitely a world of its own it's definitely its own Mm -hmm. vibe Mm -hmm. and it can eat you alive if you're not ready to go yeah a hundred percent like a hundred miles an hour so it's kind of nice that i kind of get like a slow introduction gotta get my like you know feet on the ground and hopefully by the time the world
4: comes back to normal i am ready to hit the ground running what is the first thing you want to do in New York once you get New York and all its glory back? Oh, I really want to do like a rooftop brunch. Oh, my God. That's so cute. That's like the easiest request. How It would, really is. I would be like, so I'm thinking a helicopter tour around the Statue of Liberty, just mad extra. I love that. That's just the sweetest, simple Thing.
5: You know, it's just like the views here are so different than home. And I think like, yeah. I'm, I love architecture and I love buildings mm-hmm. and um, I keep pointing them out and Zach's like, i never even noticed that building before, but like to see it from you know, high right. up would be amazing. So, okay. Just, yeah, and I right. love brunch. So,
4: <laughs> okay. All right. Well, we'll do a, a follow-up to see how that first rooftop brunch goes. Sounds Hopefully sooner than <laughs> um, I want to kick things off with a rapid icebreaker. This is what we do to kind of just warm up our guests and just okay. whatever comes to mind first. Let's do it. Number one, the song that sums up my week is. Ooh. Oh, shoot. Well, I was just listening to Dua Lipa and
5: okay. she makes me feel some type of way. Ooh, um, what
4: type of way Valentine's <laughs> Day around the corner, Taisha? How we
5: feeling? <laughs> I'm doing good, but she just thinks me want to sing
4: and dance. And yeah. just I don't know, but um, <laughs> shoot, I wish I had a, an exact song. Just do a leap. You're in a do a leap mood. That works. I'm gonna a leap mood. Do a leap mood. mood. Okay. Yeah. The beauty product I swear by is ooh. I swear by skin SkinCeuticals, Blemish,
5: Age, and Defense Serum. Okay. All right. What does sexy mean to you? Ooh, confidence. Like, just feeling good in your own skin. That's mm-hmm. sexy.
4: hmm
5: I am secretly terrified of...
4: Oh, my gosh. Mice. And apparently, there's a lot around here. And <laughs> Girl, I... <laughs> I lived in New York for three years. I was terrorized by one mouse for, like, 2 weeks, 3 weeks oh, I could not get no. that thing out of my house. I cried every day. Every day. No. It I, broke it, in from the bodega up the street no. and because it found the tiniest little hole because their little bodies can squeeze through these small holes oh, and then pop God. back out on the other side bigger. I See? was mortified. <laughs>
5: I, I don't know about all that. I didn't even think about that stuff when I moved here and then all of a sudden I saw one and I'm like, Lord have mercy if that ever comes into my home. I haven't. Have I was a like, please tell me it was outside of the house
4: because if it it's was, in there, it was. you have a third roommate. It's you, <laughs> Zach, and the mouse now. I'm telling you. <laughs> it's our pet. <laughs> okay, so mice. That's a that's a fair uh thing to be terrified of. Mm-hmm. What is your favorite thing to cook? Ooh, to cook. Well, I'm I'm more of a baker.
5: So okay. If I could bake anything, I love making like crème brûlée. Okay. Um, what else do I love to make? I love making um, chocolate chip cookies.
4: Okay. I, We're talking like, like from have... scratch because I'm just breaking back yes. all day. 100%. Okay. They're 10 times better. I got to step it up. I got to step it up. I'll, <laughs> I'll get the recipe from you. <laughs> okay. I got the tools. Perfect. This 11 closet that you would love to raid. Oh
5: my gosh. Well, Rihanna.
6: Uh-huh.
5: Or Zendaya.
4: Oh, my God. She kills it every time. Every time. Every carpet.
5: I Have you seen it. Malcolm
4: and Maria? N- no, but it's because
5: yeah. I wanted to be in, a, in, like, a space where I had enough time to, like, actually sit in it. Right. So now that right. I'm back in New York, oh, it is going on this yeah. weekend. You guys can, that. like,
4: cozy up and just Oh, 100%. Perfect, perfect. <laughs> margaritas or Bloody Marys? Oh, margaritas. Hands down. Okay, okay. I get secretly annoyed when people call me. Uh... Tay-Tay? <laughs> Tay-tay. <laughs> Do you <laughs> correct them? Because people call no. me Zur, and I used to just cringe. I'm starting to think I'm going to have to tell them to stop calling me that. I'm like, it's yeah. so much easier to just finish the name. Zuri. Zuri. It's, not, it's that, not, that not that hard. It's
5: not so. that hard. I, I don't know what Tay-Tay is. It, an honest, or <laughs> T. T came out of nowhere, but I get it's easier for people. But yeah. it's like, it's not my name. But like Right, right. Yeah. But Tay, you feel
4: like? Tay is okay. <laughs> it's
5: <laughs> grown on me.
4: So you're really like Taysha. Call me by I my really name. really Love
5: my name, Taysha. <laughs> call
4: her by her name, guys. Okay, yeah. Taysha. It's a beautiful name. <laughs> call her it. Uh, lastly, favorite place that you have ever traveled to in your entire life.
6: Ooh. Mm.
5: Probably, I actually really loved Portugal. Portugal is okay. insane. What was the
4: best part about Portugal?
5: Um, the weather. It really is similar to. Like Orange County, like yeah. California. And yeah, yeah. the vibe is kind of like a Santa Barbara, like Mediterranean vibe. Okay. Um, but I just like there's, it's more like in the country, at least where I was.
0: Mm-hmm.
5: Um, it was just, it was, a, it was a really simple life, but it was just okay. stunning. And yeah.
4: All right,
0: nice. i the farm out there
5: or something.
4: Get, I'll get you. One. Wait, is that the the game plan? Are we going to move to Portugal and just live on a farm because I'm no. here for it? I would
5: love to. However, I'm still trying to convince Zachary that, you know, you know, the West Coast, the best coast. And so yeah. like, that's like an easier one than going to Portugal. So okay. we're working fair, on fair, that fair. one. You're
4: like, we're just trying to get to Cali first, yeah, let alone another country. <laughs> um, I, I want to dive into kind of where you are now and how you got there like obviously we've all followed your journey um, in the bachelor nation franchise watching you become the first biracial bachelorette (laughs) um but for those who might still be newer to the nitty-gritty of your story um break it down for our hot happy mess gang over here um how did you kind of decide you know what i want to step into this world i want to step into the world of bachelor nation and just see what happens Well,
5: you know, to be honest with you, um, I didn't seek this out. Um, it kind of actually came to me. Mm -hmm. Um, a couple of my girlfriends actually nominated me for, um, bachelor and I was just at a place in my life where I needed to do something for me because it had been so long since I had done that. And I had just been in such a place where why not? Um, so when they gave me the phone, when they first called me though, I did, I did say no. And I kind of like fought that for a very long time. What was the hesitation? I mean, uh, it's TV and also I'm, I'm actually a very private person. Mm -hmm. Um, and like I had just gone through a divorce and to be honest with you, right when I got, went through my divorce, three people knew. Not even, I didn't tell my best friends. I told my therapist, I told my mom and I told my pastor wow. and that's really it. Mm-hmm. And the idea of going on something and it was, I knew it was going to break me to the point where I had to open up and be vulnerable if the, mm-hmm. I, if this was going to work, scared the living daylights out of me to come out and talk about something I was highly ashamed of. Mm-hmm. So, um,
4: that was really my first hesitation. Got it. That's um, fair. Yeah. It's when I you did it. You, and I love that you did. Um, I'm glad that you bring up the, the idea of shame right around mm-hmm. divorce or around, you know, a relationship not working, because oftentimes I think especially as women, we've been taught or conditioned to feel like whether it's our fault or not, I failed. I I didn't make this work. I said I do. And now I don't. And I failed. And I really, um, I wish that that would evolve and that we could move beyond this idea that if something doesn't work out, um, we completely drop the ball. Some things have chapters, they end and you move on. Um, What got you to the point, if you ever got there, that you were able to shake that shame off? Or do you feel like that was sort of a shadow for a long time after the divorce?
5: Mm. You know, it was a shadow for a while until truly it was the show that really made me feel empowered and Mm. confident again in myself because I was able to share like my darkest, like secret, if you will, at the time with someone that I was hoping to fall in love with. And he didn't like see me as damaged goods or he didn't Mm. see me as like, that's not something he could get past. And it was kind of an an eye opening experience because i was my self esteem was so low like it was like why are you even looking at me like when someone was trying to like give me attention or or you know was flattering me i didn't understand it i, I that's how low my self esteem was and so for him to be able to be like i'm here for you i'm comforting mm-hmm. you like you're so strong and um yeah. you got this and you know, any way that I can help you to continue to grow. Like that meant so much more. And, you know, it's kind of like, you know, that wasn't so bad. Yeah. Um, and I'm not a bad person because of it. And, um, you know, a lot of people talk about the bachelor about finding love and whatnot, but it's so much more than just finding love too. It's you, you ultimately,
4: if you really lean into the process enough, you find yourself. And, um, that's what I did. Wow. You, you say you found yourself through this process, which is amazing. That that self-esteem that you felt you were lacking, mm-hmm. is it safe to say that that was through the process of, you know, a very painful thing, a relationship ending, um, and you'd had that self-esteem before? Or do you feel like you were the type of woman who, you know, maybe struggled with that off and on, just period, and the bachelor um experience helped you find it for the first time?
5: I would definitely say, and I could say this, like looking back, um, that I had definitely lost myself in my marriage. And I think it's because I was young, you know, and, and I, I ended up making that, um, I ended up becoming so dependent on that mm-hmm. and really yeah, forgoing my independence and not being able to see me for me. And it's just like, oh, if I'm happy, okay. If my marriage is not doing well, then I'm, it's, I'm not doing well, you know? And, um, I think I definitely just lost that self-confidence, especially after my divorce. It's just like, I'm ashamed of this. Number one, I failed on the biggest thing. Like, Mm -hmm. how can I tell any of my friends or family when I was the first of my friends to get married? Mm-hmm. And then now my marriage has failed. Like, like you know what how I mean? Old it's were just, you by the way? Again? I got married at twenty five. Twenty five.
4: Okay.
6: Mm-hmm.
5: Wow. Um. So it's just there was just so much that went on, and then there was. I don't know. I I, I definitely. That was the lowest point in my life. I think mm. after that, because
4: I didn't know how to yeah. get get back
5: up. Like my whole life right. is wrapped
4: in that. You know exactly. And I've been there. We've all been there in different ways. What stuck out to me right now that you just said was when my marriage was good, everything was great. When marriage was bad, everything Mm -hmm. was bad. And mm-hmm. for me, that in my 20s was my career, right? Like it was the only pillar in my life. And right. so when it was good, I was on cloud nine. When it was bad, I was like, what's the point of it all? Like, do it. <laughs> and it is so not healthy. I couldn't, no. in the moment, I, you couldn't tell me anything. I was like, no, this is it. This is who I am. This is what I do. Um, and it was only after I figured out, I need to build up the other pillars in my life. I need to figure out other things that light me mm-hmm. up that are not This, for me, career so that I don't fucking lose my shit and just implode.
5: (laughs) It's so true. That's so, it's so funny. Like, I, it's, you're saying it correctly. It's the pillars in your life. It's like, this can't be an all-consuming thing. Like, Mm -hmm. there's so much more to you. And it's all about balance in that regard and yeah like i mean, i felt that same way too i was just mm-hmm. like everything is terrible like <laughs> screw this like what's right. the point you know what i mean right. Right. it's so, i'm just also very dramatic apparently Girl, too, so. same same
4: <laughs> but that's what makes life fun that's why the men exactly. in our lives probably love us because we keep <laughs> life interesting at least it's that's true. what i tell my boyfriend so. <laughs> <laughs> i tell myself the same thing so yeah. see we're on yeah. the same page you are right okay <laughs> so for <are> you <laughs> Now looking up at coming out of that divorce, obviously going into this bachelor journey, finding love in mm-hmm. the end. Um, what pillars have you built up now? Obviously, you have this amazing relationship, and I want to talk a little bit about that. But what are the pillars of Tasha's life? Well, I think
5: the other things that I was like lacking and that I really needed to bring to the forefront was my faith.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, that's
5: something that was being compromised at the time. Mm-hmm. The importance of spending time with my family. Because if if those are the people that know you the best, you know what I mean? And can accept you for all parts of you. And that was something I kind of had shied away because I was working through so many things. So Mm -hmm. my faith, um, my family, and it was just really highlighting my ambition to be an entrepreneur or like do something that makes me happy and really finding like a career that. I don't know, just gave me motivation to keep living and, and yeah. just exploring my passions. And yeah. right now it's so important to me to be able to, um, like last week I just was able to, um, explore hosting for a second. And
4: how did it go? That girl, that lit did me up like it? no
0: other. <laughs> did,
4: Cause I was going to ask you later. I'm like, you're gorgeous. You have this amazing personality. I'm like, when are you going to host something? Oh You've got the show. We're going to talk about the podcast show too. Uh, yes. Clickbait. But, like, you're into it. You you enjoyed it? Oh, you have no
5: idea. Yeah. I, it is a whole nother world. Like, nothing else matters. Like, yeah, yeah. it is so up my alley and I get Good. such a rush from it. So, yeah, okay. it's, like, things like that. It's, like, I can still have a successful relationship. I can still yeah. do a million other things and also still find, like, my career and what makes yeah. me happy and Absolutely. putting that at the forefront, too, you know?
0: I
4: love that. Okay, so, wait, dream show or, like, type of show to, like, host or be a part of?
5: i mean i'm not gonna uh, i mean e was really 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 fun it's kind of similar to what i'm doing on like clickbait right now Uh uh um but entertainment tonight there was something about like the different um stories that there was it was about sports it was about you know um pop culture and then there was like things happening about the award ceremony and then you know there's just so much to talk about and i think that was really fun
4: okay all right one thing my dream one good morning
5: america i don't really know good, oh love is available. yes
4: you better go to uh, abc <laughs> abc you better manifest That's gma right. in the morning i That's love that. that i love that <laughs> well i'm sure whatever it is you choose to do i mean clearly you're gonna kill it so i'm excited to watch that continue to evolve and unfold for you thank you you've got the podcast how's
5: that going clickbait the, the podcast is great you know podcasting is
4: actually a lot of work. I don't know if anybody yeah. knows that, but uh, it it, is there's exactly. a lot. That, <laughs> I have two <laughs> months in a happy into. mess and I'm like, what contract did I sign? <laughs> what did I agree to do? It's I like so much, right?
5: <laughs> no, it's a lot of work, but honestly, I think it's definitely an amazing foundation for me in order to really work on like interviewing skills and, um, just getting to know like other people's opinions and how like my opinion goes into that and learn from other people. It's just, it's a great outlet for me. Um, and I think that that can flow into any other job opportunity in the entertainment space. So um, with that, it's so much fun. What it's, can you people it's
4: expect? Fun. Is it it's pure Bachelor Nation? You're talking like pop culture and kind of any clickbaity stuff going on in the news. Right. right, so we talk about both things. We talk, okay. about
5: we do have like a Bachelor um, Nation breakdown section, right. so because Lord knows we're always not? up to something. Okay, <laughs> yes, yes. I'm like, I wake up to like, bed.
4: oh my God, what are
5: they doing in the nation today? <laughs> oh <my laughs> like, we are <laughs> something, I tell that. you. <laughs> so we have to have a whole segment for that. Yeah. So there's fair. a little Bachelor Nation breakdown, mm-hmm. and then we have like a clickbait of the week. So it's mm-hmm. basically whatever topic or um you know article we find that week that we could somehow kind of like tie into our lives or tie into the guest host that we have on um the podcast that day but it's basically a lot of clickbait and then Mm -hmm. we have um we have a guest
4: that usually comes on and we've had such fun celebrity guests yeah um who was the most recent one or who was a really fun one that you did lately um, we just had Shannon Ford, who okay. is one of my girlfriends, but okay. she used to
5: be on Very Cavalieri.
4: Okay, yeah, and yeah, yeah. And
5: she is just a spunky little firecracker. And I was like, <laughs> it's about time you come on the podcast. Like, yeah. we need to spice some stuff up. And yeah, she shake it up disappoint. a
4: little bit. Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, <laughs> nice, nice. Anyone, like, that you'd love to land for the podcast or anyone coming down the pipeline that you know of that you can tease for us? Oh, my God. Gosh, I mean, we do have a Real Housewife coming next week, which will be okay. really, really fun, and okay. she's from
5: Orange County. I mean, okay. she's actually—sorry, I lied. She's from Beverly Hills, so I'm really excited about okay, that. Well, we Got to get the franchises right. <laughs> I was like, wait, are we talking about OCs, Beverly Hills? It's because there's another one that I yeah. want to get on there, but that's okay. that's coming. Okay. Um, okay. Let's see. I would love, 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 love. Let's see. Nikki Bella was actually one of my dream. People and we got her, so that They're was so super great. fun. But I want yeah. like Chris and Cavallari or like Chrissy Teigen or um mm-hmm, mm-hmm. uh, even I mean Jennifer Aniston's a huge Bachelor Nation fan, so it would be
4: every. Is she? Her She's here. She yeah. honestly, she is the coolest human. So down to earth. Uh, very laid back and just so gracious with her time too. I am um, I did a you know the morning show on yes. Apple TV Plus. I did yes. the quickest I'm talking about 0. 0.003 second cameo interviewing <gasps> her. No. And yeah, and I I I died. I was like this is not I don't my even line. know how you could function. I, <laughs> I was so I had two lines and when I tell you I was so stressed for like a week before. <laughs> First of all, my literal job is to ask who are you wearing? Um, it's so exciting. What's going on tonight? How are you going to celebrate? What are you most proud of? I ask these questions every day for a living in my sleep. I had to just ask that on camera to her. And I was like, okay, so how am I going to say this? Um, how are you <laughs> feeling tonight? Okay, wait, no, 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 no. That was too, that too intense. Let me do a little more detail. How are you feeling tonight? I <laughs> and I was just, like, like there nobody cares. I would, I would I do the
0: same
5: freaking thing. Yeah. Like, yeah. I don't actually don't even know if I could get that far to uh, a sentence in front yeah. of her. She's just, she's so I don't know, lovely. she's just the ultimate cold girl to me. She um, is. Yeah. She just embodies like class and just like, she's like, perfection. She's yes. so and she's
4: So on. she just seems so down to earth and kind of like unaffected by her celebrity. You know, she's very gracious, came up, spoke to me, told me I did a great job even though I only wow. had two sentences. And oh then the my next God. time I saw her, she's like, oh my God, my co-star, how are you? And I'm like, did Jennifer Aniston just call me her freaking co-star? Good night. You're I actually joking. Now? No, I'm dead serious. I'm dead serious. I couldn't believe it either. Right? Oh, my, your life is made. So, what else boom, <laughs> if she comes on the podcast, just be warned, you're going to fall in love and want to be new best friends. So, oh, try to make God. that happen. Oh, God. Well, care. see, now <laughs> i got to get her on. Oh, yes, my yes. gosh. Or Jen, something. If you're you know. listening, come on, make it happen. <laughs> Clickbait. Head that way. And Hot Happy Mess right. while you're on it. do Just do a whole podcast <laughs> tour. Um, I want to talk to you a little bit about uh, your biracial identity, right? It's Black History Month. You are a proud Afro-Latina. And I love that you are really unapologetic about owning that, owning all sides of you. And I'm curious to know, how did you get to that point? Because, you know, I talk about this a lot with my friends. I talk about the fact that for me, my struggle growing up was code switching and feeling like I had to, you know, I grew up in the inner city, um, in an all black community, but I bust out to a private school with pretty like well-off white kids, uh, for the better part of six years of my formative life. And so I kind of felt torn between two worlds and like, I couldn't fully be myself in either. Mm -hmm. And that is not to say, obviously I'm, I'm black, so I'm not biracial. And I felt that pressure. How is it for you as someone who quite literally identifies as, you know, two different races and equally a part of both, and yet having to kind of not just navigate the waters yourself, but now navigate them publicly where people expect you to navigate it through their lens of how you should operate. Does that make sense? Yes. And and that's a there's a lot of things in that. So much. But I think so
5: the much. the one thing that stuck out to me is navigate it through their lens, Mm -hmm. which has been so hard. Um, but I will say, I think that becoming the bachelorette really pushed me Mm -hmm. to be Mm -hmm. able to, um, really stand my ground and address myself, how I do identify because I do feel like for so long, I too, didn't really know what side to go with because I feel like people just automatically assume, you know, I'm black and, Mm -hmm. And I would say, yeah. And, but the thing is like, mm-hmm. I'm half Mexican too, but because I don't look half Mexican, like nobody even played into that. And so when I would mm-hmm. be like, oh yeah, I'm half Mexican. They'd be like, no way. They wouldn't yeah. believe me. Yeah. Um, but also I feel like, um, you know, when I say I'm biracial, you know, the Mexican side to me, is like, well, you know, why can't you just proudly say you're Mexican? And mm-hmm. the black side of me is like, well, why can't you proudly say that you're black? Why do you right. have to, do you feel like you're, you know, flipping sides too much I'm like no because that's who I am yeah you are quite literally both sides literally who I am I'm 50 50 like how can you tell me to identify like choose one right um and I think for so long as a kid we're not even taught to like embrace that you're biracial or like Mm -hmm. all sides of you and I had brought this up previously but like when like you're identifying yourself on like one of those testing things that you turn in every single year. There's always like, you know, you're black, you're white, you're Caucasian, you're Asian, whatever. Mm -hmm. And it never says that you can be Mexican and black at the same time. Mm -hmm. So I always questioned like, what do I circle here? And like, Mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding you. One year I would do Mexican, the next year I would do black.
4: Yeah. Because I never knew like, and I felt (laughs) really i a kid. Exactly. I mean, I remember, you know, when Meghan Markle had first started dating Prince Harry and I was at E at the time, and we were reporting, obviously, a lot on, like, who is this beautiful woman who's called the Princess Eye? And I remember reading um, a story that she was saying about that exact issue of just, like, mm-hmm. I'm not Black or white. I'm Black and white, and I'm right. happy and proud to be both, and there's no box to check for that, you know? And because so it as says a kid, choose one. Exactly. It's like, what are you telling a child about their identity? And you're really setting them up for failure, I think, for the rest Mm -hmm. of their life if they sort of internalize that idea that they have to um, denounce or walk away from or ignore one side of themselves to be embraced by the other. Do you feel like that has changed over the years? How has that experience been for you through your teenage years into your 20s and 30s? Do you feel like you can kind of openly embrace both sides or do you still feel that pressure publicly, particularly being the first biracial bachelorette? I still think
5: I got like an age. Even in college, I was called whitewashed because I didn't mm. talk the way that someone thought I would t- needed to talk, mm-hmm. or I didn't dress the way someone else thought I would, and it, that would bother me so much. I'm like, no, I'm not. Like, mm-hmm. how am I supposed to dress in order for you to be like, oh, you're African American or you're Mexican? You know what I mean? It's mm-hmm. just, and I dealt with that for a very long time. Still, I mean, I, I, no one said it to my face as of recently, but. Um, that's definitely something that I've experienced not Mm -hmm. too long ago. Um, and I think, like I said, realizing the platform that I do have and being the first by Rachel Bachelorette and having girls be able to see themselves be identified if they are mixed or Mm -hmm. if they are black and Mexican or if they are Mexican, like on their TV screens for the first time on such a big show was really important for me to be like, yeah, I'm both of them and I'm proud of it. And Mm -hmm. I'm going to stand for that and No, I don't have all the answers. No, I might not be exactly how you want me to be, but I'm Mm -hmm. me and I'm proud of it. And I'm continuing to grow and embrace that. So,
4: yeah. Good for you. Good for you. Thank you. How has it been like interracial dating? You're in an interracial Mm -hmm. relationship, obviously, as am I. Um, (laughs) How has that been for you when it came to, I'm just going to ask you straight up with the bachelor, right? Yeah. Um, Did you feel pressure to be like, okay, I got to have one black guy, one white guy, (laughs) like the final two, three, whatever. Like, otherwise Twitter is going to drag me one way or another. Like, did you feel that pressure or were you genuinely like, whatever, I'm just going to choose who I want?
5: No, I did not feel that really? pressure because I will tell you this again, I've been married.
4: Mm-hmm.
5: And if that were to, if, if the journey were to end with me getting engaged to somebody, mm-hmm. I would never just do that just to do that. But also, at the same time, I had some good-looking men mm-hmm. on my season, okay? Yes, <laughs> Of all ethnicities. And, like, yep, if there's—how yep. many times is a girl going to date 20 guys at one time? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <I was> like, <laughs> it's not very man? often. So it's man. like, this is my chance. Like, And <laughs> yeah. I—why, you know, block myself from mm-hmm. possibly finding the love of my life, no matter how that looks? Like, it yeah. looks-wise doesn't matter to me. Yeah. It's what's inside in their personality. I'm way exactly. more attracted to that.
4: So exactly. however that looked, I was ready for it. Exactly. There we go. There we go. Have you, so is it safe to say you dated across the board, like leading up to now your engagement? Well, as of recently, yes. Yeah. 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 Oh, you said, oh, I got that as of recently. Okay. All right. I'll take it. I'm picking up what you're putting down. Um, Well, you found your guy. You found your fiance. Uh, How is it going with Zach? You talked about the fact that, you know, obviously you're engaged, but you want to slow down and date, not really get too deep into the wedding planning too quickly. Um, How is the dating going? What's the most uh, new or surprising thing you've learned about Zach through the dating process, maybe in the last week, even?
5: Ew. Well, you know, the dating is going well. Mm-hmm. It's definitely different because we're in a pandemic mm-hmm. and we're trying to like figure out this bicoastal life. Mm-hmm. Um, but also we're both just as busy. So it's kind of hard because we're trying to figure out like, I don't know how to navigate his busy schedule with him trying to be supportive of me and like, my busy schedule and then me yeah. trying to be supportive of him. So we're, we've kind of like, that's been a little battle this past like week and a half. Okay. okay. If I'm being completely honest. Okay. Um, but it's because, you know, like last week we went down to, we were in um, LA mm-hmm. and I had a packed week mm-hmm. and he came down for a couple of days to get to see my family and meet some of my friends. Cause that had been the first time he was able to see them since the engagement okay. was televised. And, um, like it was kind of hard because he's like, I haven't seen you all day. I'm like, look, I'm trying. This is just a work trip. Like, we have to try to navigate this. I'm exhausted now. So, that's like,
4: it's yeah. everyday things that people, yeah, you know. Yeah, that's just like the nitty gritty of life. a life together and trying to figure out that balance.
5: Yeah. And, uh, you know, that's the truth. Like, I could mm-hmm. tell you it's like roses and stuff like that, which it is most of the time. He's an yeah. amazing person. But, you know, we're still navigating a yeah. relationship. And I think that's why I'm just like, Let's just like figure this out at yeah. first. You know what I mean?
4: Yeah, yeah. The ring's still on. The wedding's right. still going to
5: happen. Right, <laughs> we're right. all good. But right. what is the
4: what is the newest pet peeve that each of you has for the other? Like, what is the thing that you Ooh. both realize? Like, wait, they do this. Oh my <laughs> gosh, that's a good one. I'm
5: trying to think. Well, I think Zachary would say it's me not
4: making the bed. Okay, okay. he like. La- he- you just know. peace out listen. in the mornings, like
0: it is what it is. Look,
5: apparently, it's the last one out of the bed has to make the bed. And I'm like, listen, I don't like making the bed. And so, <laughs> but then he tells me messy bed, messy head. So, anyway, I'm trying messy, to work on making bed, the bed messy
4: Okay, head. okay. <laughs> I've never heard that. I like it, yeah. I won't be doing it. I peace <laughs> out too sometimes. Go.
5: And as far as like him, what can I say? I don't know. Um. He doesn't do much to annoy me, but, or maybe I'm just, like, really cool, and I just, like... You're just eyes. chill. You're like, what whatever. Whole cool cucumber, you know? I'm to think, what does he do? Um, he he forgets to eat sometimes throughout the day, and it makes okay. me go crazy because I'm starving half the time. And he's and like, go, go,
4: go.
5: I don't know. Next thing you know, he's like, okay, let's order food, and he's, like, starving. I'm like, I've been hungry.
4: I already right. ate. You know what exactly. I mean? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. He's...
5: OK, too crazy.
4: All right, Zach. Well, that's good. That's good news. He's not, you know, he's not giving you too much to work with as far as. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Thank God. Right. At least not yet. <laughs> not, not yet. Not yet. I'll check you in a couple of weeks.
6: State Farm Insurance gets it. Representation alone doesn't equate to authenticity. State Farm understands and wants to help protect our communities by investing in our future Participants have been awarded over 11 million dollars in scholarships offers as a direct result of contributions from State Farm. At Eating Wallbrook, we hear inspiring rags to riches stories on each episode from our guests. But with State Farm, you can begin to write your own success story. State Farm believes that being better neighbors creates better communities and have a long lasting impact. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there.
8: I'm preaching to somebody today who is waiting for God to give you your next step.
3: Make Woke AF Daily with Danielle Moody your podcast destination for 2024 election news and analysis. And tune in to hear the ways I am working to stay grounded amidst it all. Listen to Woke AF Daily Season 5 on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
4: Um, what's been the, the most endearing thing that you've been pleasantly surprised about the relationship as you continue to get to know each other in this dating phase?
0: Mm,
5: I think his commitment to um, want to make time for my family. Mm -hmm. And I think it's really, really sweet that, you know, sometimes I'm like, why are you smiling? Who are you texting? Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm texting your little brother. Like, it's just little sweet things Mm -hmm. like that. That is just he knows that's very important to me. And it's Mm -hmm. something he does on his own, you know? Yeah. Um, I love that. Yeah. It's just quality time between us two as well. Like. At home, like,
4: I'll make sure that
5: that's something that we have just because our schedules are busy and yeah. we're trying to catch up for, you know, yeah. time. So Yeah,
4: yeah. You mentioned engagement, still good. Wedding, down the future. So this is no time soon. But mm-hmm. what does that dream wedding look like? Have you put any thought into, like, what kind of gown or flowers or colors or city?
5: Ooh.
4: You know what? We were actually just talking about
5: this last night. Uh-huh. Um, as far as city... I think he wanted to say somewhere, you know, warm. Okay. And um, New York is still on the table. Mm -hmm. Then I was thinking, you know, I I feel bad for having so many people travel, but he wants to do like a whole weekend event. So So it's like an extravaganza. It's going to be like a thing, you know, (laughs) Uh, we want to be like on an area to where like everyone can kind of like have lodging and we could just like. At night, just, like, be able to have dinner with every single person, catch up, and actually get to, like, mm-hmm. catch up with your guests. Because I had a wedding. It, it's so sad. Like, it goes by so quickly that sometimes you don't In even get out. to say hi to some of the Exactly. People. That's exactly it. Yeah. So I think that's one of the main importance. But as far as okay. dress, I mean, I love to experiment with my fashion. And I, yeah. I don't know. I would like to even wear, like, some type of, like, a, have like a good
4: hint of a different color. Like, it probably won't just be all white. Really? interesting Mm -hmm. are you more of a mermaid silhouette sexy or a ball gown princessy
5: big Mm. you know I think I'm more of like a mermaid sexy I like to I like my figure and I like to like highlight that yeah um and I mean as much as a ball gown is pretty I don't know I feel like I need more like
4: oh we already know girl we saw those looks you were serving (laughs) on the bachelorette we saw you get out of that pool girl i was like oh my my god God. God. she looks amazing look away sean look away (laughs) (laughs) That is so funny i was like what is happening i didn't even know that was gonna happen you know you look great i'd I'd be a mermaid gown too trust me trust me (laughs) um, <laughs> before I let you go, uh, just a couple more quick questions. Uh, yeah. obviously, uh, this show, "Hot happy mess is all about embracing the hot, the happy and the mess of our lives all at the same time. Um, what is your key to that? Like when it comes to balance, when it comes to mindfulness, when it comes to finding your magic in the middle of life's messes, how do you keep yourself centered? How does Tasha find her center? You know, I, Have you ever read the book The Four Agreements? I started it, so everyone on the podcast knows I'm good about starting a book and then finishing it. Never, (laughs) so the first two agreements were great, but yeah, you can can, can, can break it down for our (laughs) listeners. Well, no, it's it's things like that.
5: It's just I like books that really just put things into perspective in a in a really easy way. I think that The Four Agreements was definitely a book that I actually found when I was on The Bachelor, and I tried to. Implement in my daily mm-hmm. life. And it's more of like, it's taking a step back and just being like, is this really something to freak out over? Mm-hmm. Um, what can I do to help the situation or to make the situation better?
0: Mm-hmm. And
5: just to take a minute and just like breathe. And I, for so long, I would react to things. I would or i would have so much stress and anxiety over something that really didn't really need any of that stuff. So like mm-hmm. lately i've been trying to just kind of like take a second really quick and be like is this really that big of a deal? Yeah. Do i need to be like putting my body under stress and and you know, angst yeah. and i get such so bad knots in my
4: shoulders. Oh my gosh, i don't even Do know why i'm going down that route. But Do like you have a i just like, your body just like it's not it's, good for us. Yeah, you you that tension just kind of manifests physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so it's more so just taking a hot minute Kind of centering yourself and just
5: being like, how can I actually f- fix this situation? Does it really require me to react? Did that make you feel much better when you reacted like that
4: yeah. now? And just yeah. like, take a minute. I yeah. love it. I love it. For me, it's often a glass of wine. Or, <laughs> or for,
5: Short and sweet, hey? that, that's,
4: just like I mean, that I always is the answer, too. <laughs> so I like to balance. It's all about balance over here. Um <laughs> What is in your happiness cocktail? Like, this is not Ooh. literal. It's just like, what, what, a little bit of travel, a little bit of whatever. Dip, 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 dip. What would be in Tasha's happiness cocktail? Mm. Well, definitely some shopping. Okay. A little shopping. And favorite brand. A little bit
5: of like, i our designer. I'm sorry. What's your favorite brand? Ooh, you know, that's really, actually really hard. I would just want to okay. go to Intermix. Intermix okay. has all of my brands that I like. Yes. Just so. one stop shop. Exactly. So I would just want to go to intermix really quick. Okay. I also love self-care. So if my brows are good, then I'm good. If I have a good (laughs) facial, I'm good. I love to travel. I really, really do. I love to either be, I love to be with loved ones. So if if I'm traveling with the best friend, if I'm traveling with Zachary, if I'm traveling with my family, I'm good. It's, Uh I'm really simple. Uh Also a drink in hand.
4: And a drink in hand. What is your drink of choice? Is it the margarita? Or is it something It else? is a
5: margarita. Last okay. night, right now I'm drinking a, I call it a taloma. It's a what is great a Loma? fruit wine and like sparkling water and just really okay. quick,
4: easy, fresh. I like it. I like it. And lastly, in five years, what does your dream life with Zach look like in a perfect world?
5: Five years. Oh my gosh.
4: Um, I actually wouldn't mind having a,
5: a home here in New York. hmm have to be a little bit bigger than the apartment we have now, but a home because we would probably have about. I would. How have much square two footage kids. are we talking right now? Is it tiny? I mean, tight? <laughs> you know, it's a good size. The mouse apartment. is moving out. He's like, I don't
4: have enough space. Like, I'm not <laughs> Just doing like, this. <laughs> so, when's your lease up again, baby? Great. Right, <laughs>
5: <laughs> He's like Taysha relax. Like, okay, I feel okay, you. Okay. Like, okay, we're terrible. talking. It's like, it's actually <laughs> decent size. It's like yeah. nine hundred square feet, but no. still, uh, and York, you know, are yeah, to have some kids, right? Okay, no, we're going to need a little bit more space, right? Um. Also, I got a lot of clothes, so I need more <laughs> <in my> closets. <laughs> All got um, intermix, but exactly. <laughs> so it would be probably us, maybe with uh, already at one kid, if not another right. on the way, or just had a second, mm-hmm. and um. I don't know, Zach and I maybe having like a charity together. A cherry? Um, a charity. Oh, a charity? A non-profit. Yes. Oh,
4: nice. <laughs> a cherry. Okay. We That's have like a-, a cherry. <laughs> Tell me more. Wow. What, what are the cool kids doing these days? <laughs> cherry? Okay. <It's> <laughs> I've never felt older. <gasps> oh, no. A
5: charity? No. Okay. Yeah, a charity of some, cool, uh, uh, to some regard. I think like, um, I think it, we could do we could be amazing business
4: partners in that asset because we have yeah. big hearts for our people and helping yeah. people. So any specific kind of like nonprofit or sort of cause or yet to be determined,
5: I would say yet to be determined, mm-hmm. but I think it would definitely be centered around mental health. Mm-hmm. And, um, I think with his field, I think he deals with a lot more of like, you know, adults mm-hmm. and I, my soft spot is with children.
0: Mm-hmm. So,
5: um, I think with that, we can really touch the lives of a lot of people because yeah. to me, you know, mental health, um, it can stem from like being a child. So mm-hmm. if I can like help get in pretty early, I think, yeah. you know, we could avoid it in the future. So
4: that's awesome. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Well, we will see what the next five years brings, but in the meantime, enjoy the next five days in New York city. <laughs> Hopefully y'all can get out to that rooftop brunch sooner than yeah. later. I hope so. It's supposed to snow here tomorrow. Oh, God. Or never or mind. So, no, so. stand down. No, <laughs> no, no, Just pants. Stay in the house. Stay in the house. <laughs> Come out in April. Have fun. You know, Taysha, so exactly. thank you so much for joining me. This was such a so great combo.
5: Re- you're the best. Thank you so much for having me. I enjoyed it. Hot, happy
8: mess.
4: There it is. Special thanks again to Taysha for joining me on this episode of Hot, Happy Mess. Did you love this? I had so much fun recording it. I hope you had fun listening. If you loved it, you should hit subscribe. If you are new here, then trust me, you're going to love it. Uh, Yeah, you're just going to love it. (laughs) that's all I got to sell you on it Um, we have new episodes every Monday we are talking about everything from dating and relationships to mental wellness and health uh, to the best sex ever because yes that is our most recent episode everything you've been too shy to ask we had a sex expert a sex therapist come on and answer those questions that was our most recent episode so go back check that out how to be single and not just pretend to love it the craziest single years ish we have ever done we've got confession And bonus episodes And then we've also got a lot about Just how to be happy That's our very first episode ever So if you want to go back and binge Go back to the very first episode Is what I would recommend How to be happy But also what the heck do I know So yeah Don't sue me, but take my advice if you if you so dare. Check it out. Go binge, subscribe, and I will see y'all next Monday for another episode of Hot Happy Mess. You can keep up with me on Instagram at Zuri Hall, Z-U-R-I-H-A-L-L, and follow at Hot Happy Mess. I'll see y'all next week. Bye.